another week of Your Cochrane Right Now. Hey there, my name's Eric Ruddle, joined by Lauren Meister on this weekly podcast that we catch up with everything going on here in Cochrane, Alberta, everything that matters. And it's Lauren, true. it is not minus 45 anymore. Oh, it has been the best week. January here in Cochrane. I mean, we were under a deep freeze for, I don't even know, it felt like a year and a half. Yeah. I think it was just about a month, though. Like, the, the Bow River is pretty much frozen over still here, pretty much all of Cochrane. Yeah, and they closed, like, a ton of pathways yeah. because people were slipping and sliding everywhere. It's funny because I went down to get a photo of, like, the pathways closed, and they were just families walking along. <laughs> they are like, oh, these barricades mean nothing to us. No big <laughs> uh, deal. Well, it's always interesting. It, it's actually kind of pretty to look at when it yeah. gets frozen over, but it looks different. So uh, we're actually close to the, the river at our house, and so I always look at it. Mm-hmm. I know, la-di-da. <laughs> and uh, I do spend a lot of time... As you know, I love the pathways yeah. here in town, and I spent a lot of time always looking at them. And last year, I don't know if you remember, but the way they froze, it almost looked like shelves of, of ice. It looked yeah. like these like glaciers. You know, it was kind of weird. But this year, it's just like chunks of ice. I don't know. It's just a little bit different. It's not so. as pretty. It's not as pretty, yeah. but it's still, it looks <laughs> cool. And it was just so early this year to freeze over. Have you found anything in town to take advantage of this like nice yeah, yeah, I've gone skating already. I mm. went and checked out the brand new rink up in Fireside. How is it? it is so good. They like it's like a full on like rink. Uh, you can bring your hockey stick. Yeah. I mean, I don't play hockey or anything like that. But they have boards. They have like special seating. It's covered, so if wow. it's snowing, they have lights and whatnot, so you can go there in the evenings. Yeah, it's a really nice ice surface. So size wise versus like downtown being the biggest one, mm-hmm. and Tim Bannister probably, and then. I Mitford, think what what size are we looking it's at? It's like it's like a full on skating like hi- hockey. ice hockey rink. So okay. it's like s- similar to the Tim Bannister Memorial right. Rink. So um, yeah, very comparable to that. So it's nice that it's on the other end of town. So uh, just more options Is for it people. Lit? Yeah, like it's Ooh, lit up. Yeah, so you can go there in the evening or like after four o'clock when yeah, it gets dark. Exactly, right? right. <laughs> yeah. For us, uh, nothing too crazy. We went toboganing once or twice. Oh, okay. Uh, kids cracked heads together. Always great. Did they wear helmets? Of course. But of course, the helmet hit the other one in the face. So, but uh, no concussions. Where's your, nice. that's good to know. Where's your favorite sledding hill? Oh, like if I was to go, Bow yeah. Ridge. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. Bow Ridge is the monster now that I'm a little bit older, you can only get a couple of runs in before you find out just how unfit you are. Yeah. Oh, it's a lot of work hiking back up the hill. Yeah. yeah. And then I don't know what they'd call it nowadays. My kids like the, the Smitty's Hill is right. what we called it. But now Smitty's it, isn't there anymore. Yeah, the GM Hill. But <laughs> don't you find that one tough? Because there's a path at the bottom. So then on the warmer days, if the path is cleared, oh. like you hit that and then all of a sudden you're just like come to this halt. Yeah. And then like I've I've hit that one hard and I've hurt myself. <laughs> Like, have you ever done that? Uh, no, I actually haven't done that hill in a little while. My wife took them uh, the other day there. And then also the St. Tim's Hill. Oh, okay. Sunset. Right. Those are probably the biggest. So that's where you take your kids yeah. for the most part. Yeah. 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 So it's pretty nice. But uh, also people in town, Candace Davies here in the newsroom, finding out that quick uh, temperature switches aren't so great. And uh, it can cause some housing issues. She had yeah. some 
Arctic rain or attic rain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Right? Like, oh. yeah. So her husband, luckily, her husband uh, Jim, he's a he's a handy, he's a handy guy. guy. He's a handyman. Yeah. So he uh, was apparently digging around in the attic. I think he actually went up into their attic, mm-hmm. and she said that he was like fixing things and whatnot. But uh, she said that things were kind of torn apart at the moment, and uh, I think they maybe need some new parts and whatnot. But their fan was taken down. But that's a pretty common problem oh, right now. Yeah, so many people are dealing with it, and you got to imagine it's probably a busy time to be like a tradesperson. Yeah, anybody who deals with <laughs> anyone that who does a real job, stuff. yeah, <laughs> the non-talky talk type yeah. job. Um, we actually like to. I, I don't even know if this actually works or not, but to hopefully prevent that from happening, we keep all of our um, bathroom fans, and then we have like a circulation, like a ventilation nice. fan going in our house. Yeah. According to my husband, that's supposed to help prevent that from happening. So we keep that stuff going 24-7. As soon as one of the kids turns one of the bathroom fans off instantly. Turn it back on. Exactly. (laughs) Turn that back on. Well, over the cold snap there, it was really dry. So we have like a dial that apparently changes the humidity of our house. And when we first bought it, the guy's like, always keep it at zero. Well, then, Yeah, I know. That seems weird. I know. So we were like, well, it's really dry. Let's bump this guy up to 50. Well, let me tell you, don't do that because, like, our windows were completely just like ice castled. But at least you can draw like nice pictures and stuff. No, like that's like something for the kids frozen, to do. Frozen. Okay, well, yeah. then you can scrape them exactly, <laughs> which apparently is also bad. I am not a great homeowner, but uh, I got to actually spend a lot of time in my house over the holiday, Lauren, because uh, I got COVID. I uh, I can relate. Uh, <laughs> yes. I also got COVID. Yes. Um, yeah. Lots so... of people in Cochrane. Uh, it seems like myself, I know over 10 different families who, yeah. especially over the holidays, it just... It ran through their house. Yeah, right? yeah. So, uh, okay. So, do you want to talk a little bit about your experience? So, December twenty second. Yeah, right. So that was, was that was the day. It was a Wednesday, but I was up all <laughs> night with the chills, and I was uh, very cold. And then I text Lauren saying, "Hey, I, I'm out. I'm not feeling hot. I didn't even think of COVID to be honest with you. I was just like, oh man, I am just not feeling awesome.' Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, then Lauren, you were like, well. I really wish you would have came in because I also am not feeling awesome. <laughs> so I still remember that morning because I had just gotten into work. Yeah, it was five in the morning and you sent me a text message and you were not really a morning no. person. No, I go to if I go to bed before midnight, it is uh, early day for me. Yeah. So like mm. you and I usually don't talk until like our first yeah. meeting in the morning, which is 930 in the morning. Yeah. And I feel like you're probably just rolling out of bed yes, usually correct. for that yeah. meeting. So, uh, so for you to send me a text message at five in the morning i was like oh this isn't good like what's going on and i also did not feel great that day yeah i had had a cold before that yeah. uh, for about 10 days but i had taken three rapid tests oh yeah like it was a true cold right like yeah, it, was, it was a cold tested every which way and for sure negative. and it was negative i yeah. i did not have covid and uh i i kept on telling myself that day um even though you had a fever and didn't feel good <laughs> we're fine this <laughs> yeah. is fine Fine, we're good. And, yeah. and at that point, I had planned to go to Saskatchewan for Christmas nice. the very next day. Yeah. And uh, you wrecked all my plans. Uh, I know. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, I <laughs> I still remember not feeling well and I had to get through, you know, whatever. And you had taken a rapid test and you told me you had a very faint line. Yeah. A second line. Yeah. So it didn't really appear. And I was like, oh, 
great. I'm free. Like, yeah, I, I don't no feel great, but whatever. There's colds going around. Yeah. And then just as like the next half an hour went by, it just got darker and darker and darker. And I wasn't feeling horrible. I only had that fever the first night. And then it was like a a, a cold, right? I had yeah. a head stuffiness, a uh, little bit tired kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, if anyone listened to uh, the morning show over those couple of days, I didn't sound great. And uh, yeah, I was doing that from my COVID cave is what we called it. Yeah. My bedroom. But uh, yeah, you you were hit a little bit harder than me. Yeah. So I think it was I think it was because I was sick beforehand for, yeah. for 10 days. So I, man, yeah, it was about eight days there. I felt rough. Yeah. Like I, I definitely didn't feel good. It was it was a, a lot of like the head cold symptoms for sure and extreme exhaustion and a cough. Um, but yeah, it was that exhaustion, like just in like windedness too. And like mm-hmm. I don't have any underlying health conditions. So um, and yeah, it, it was it was tough. So, it was fun. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was a very different Christmas and um, not in Saskatchewan. Yeah, which is our, no, exactly. Guessing. So yeah. didn't make it to Saskatchewan. Definitely spent the entire Christmas in Cochrane in my house. But you know, it it was it was nice in some ways. It was very quiet. Yeah. Lots of rest was had. The whole family, my whole family, did get COVID. Um, so it was a very very quiet. Very quiet. Yeah, mine as well. But it was also. It, it it wasn't unique for for that time. Yeah. Uh, my wife knows a lot of young families, and pretty much I'd say eight out of ten of them that she reached out to was like, "Yo, yeah, no, we got it too." Like, yippee, right? Yeah. Like it was just uh, you and I are also very careful people. Yeah. We were wearing our masks. We're super vaccinated. Blah blah blah. But it just gets you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think a lot of Cochranites can relate. For sure. I mean, and, uh, as everyone knows, it's kind of spreading like wildfire right now, whether you're vaccinated or not. And uh, thank goodness, you know, we're recovered and we're back at work and whatnot. But. Yeah, I know. Like a piece of you want to get through this and then be able to say for the rest of your life, I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> but also in our side, you're like, okay, hopefully I'm through it now. It never happens again. <laughs> and uh Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's something that I think a lot of people will have to deal with. And of course, after, like I hit day 10 on my quarantine time and then the rules came on. They're like, it's just five (laughs) days now. I know. (laughs) That was the biggest ripoff of of all of it is Uh, like, like right as we were just like ending our isolation period, the government went and changed the rules. It's like, what? I was stuck in my house this whole time. And if I would have caught COVID like a week or two later, then I would have only had to do five days. Like, how does this work? Yeah. And I only had symptoms probably for like three days. So for the rest of it, I was just bopping around. Yeah. I kind of wish I could go outside, even though it's so cold, but yeah. spending so much time in your house for 10 days, did did you think, oh man, in Cochrane, housing is insanity right yeah. now. Like, I know several people who list their house and within the first day, it's gone. Yeah. So sitting in your house that long where you're like, you know what? We could sell this. Oh, 100%. Like, <laughs> if you look at how many houses are for sale right now, there's like 20 some houses, like 22 houses or something yeah. on the market. And uh, one of my good friends, actually, they just put their house on the market last week. It sold within 24 hours, oh. like just gone. And uh, they're leaving town, which is really sad. Oh. It's one of my friends. But um, yeah, like it, totally. It kind of makes you wonder. It's like, oh, I could sell my house right now. I could make all this money. But then what? But Where then are you going to go? You have to buy another house that is also doing the exact same thing. For sure. Right? So unless you were leaving town, 
which yeah. it also seems like this is kind of everywhere. Like yeah. I even saw East Coast being like, you know what? It's really expensive to live here. And that's always been the like, if you want to live cheap, move out East. But uh, I know so many people who didn't even list. Yeah. Real estate agents came yeah. to them being like, we have a lot of people talk about this area. Do you want to sell? And uh, yeah, it, no one's done it to me, though. I feel like if, you know, if maybe <laughs> if I didn't have kids, oh my gosh. you know, uh, this would be like the, the perfect time or if my kids were older or something, because then it's like I would maybe sell my house and go live in my trailer for a little while. Oh, yeah, get you a know? tiny home. Yeah, or a tiny home. I just, I could not do that with no, my kids. No, you don't want to do it with uh, two children. You don't <laughs> think no walls would be not a great <gasps> oh, time? 200 could you imagine? Feet? Yeah, that'd be We've so We've talked much about fun. it. Yeah. We've talked about it, but like... What do you do at night when you're like, I just want to watch a TV show. Right? And your, your kids, kids are, are sleeping? sleeping right there. Like right there. With no wall. Yeah. Right? Do you sit there with headphones on and like don't talk to your spouse? Yeah. And where where would you put the tiny home? Like, Yeah. There's not really a good spot for it yeah, in like, town. Uh, yeah. Maybe Cochrane needs a tiny home community. It'd probably be pretty hot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it'd be popular. Yeah. There's a there's a demand for that for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. I don't know all these questions. I don't know, especially <laughs> because right now, like, there's not a lot of housing options, and people, everybody wants to live in Cochrane. Oh it's a, yes, it's a desirable yeah. community, especially right? with the work at home kind of everybody's getting into that. So yeah, if you work in Calgary and you're like, man, they're saying I can just come in once a month. The commute's not right? so bad then. Yeah. Yeah, I think this will probably stay the same for at least. 2022 yeah maybe even longer i don't know but uh yeah with my kids we also have a bunch of kids stuff out in front of my house and i think that's probably stopping a lot of looky loose (laughs) they're walking by oh look at this house oh great they have 15 cars (laughs) driving around yeah let's keep walking i don't want to go to that house yeah exactly (laughs) right well that's everything happening in cochran right now and uh we do this podcast every single week you can catch on all your favorite podcast services and yet again thank you lauren thank you